May your word be preached and may your word be heard. Amen. Dorothy and I have a practice, a custom of every day as we're preparing breakfast, we stop and we offer prayers. And in those prayers, we always pray for St. Mary's. There is no such thing as a Christian alone. There is no such thing as a congregation alone. We are all baptized into the body of Christ and we support and uphold each other in our lives in Christ together with prayer. In today's gospel, Jesus is trying to get away from the crowds that are starting to follow him. And he goes to Tyre, which is a port city and a Gentile city. And he's getting there to try to relax and refresh. He checks in at a house and the word gets out. And a Gentile woman shows up and says, my daughter has a demon, heal her. And Jesus actually at, responds rather badly. I think this young adult really does need a break to catch up on his rest and recharge his batteries. Because he says that I'm not here to deal with you, I'm here to deal with our people. I'm not here to deal with the dogs, which is a great slur. And she comes right back at him by sort of accepting that and say, yes, but even the dogs get the crumbs that fall from the children's table. Now, I grew up with a dog and I know how carefully that dog stayed around the table and under our chairs so she would grab up any little morsel that fell down. And Jesus said, because of your faith, your daughter is healed. He leaves and goes on, continuing to travel through Gentile areas, and he meets a Gentile man who is deaf and has a speech impediment. And we know how deafness and profound hard of hearing can affect your speech. And he's asking for a healing. And Jesus, Jesus touches his ears, and he spits on his fingers and touches his tongue, and he says, Ephathah, be opened. And immediately the man's hearing was cured and his speech came back. And this reflects the Old Testament lesson, which points to the ideal time when the Messiah comes, when the deaf will hear and the mute will speak. Now in the epistle, we're reading along with James now. And James is all about how you live a life as a Christian, how you live out the fact that you are a Christian. And it starts out by saying, suppose two men come to church for the first time, and one is dressed quite nicely, and the other has obviously been sleeping rough. So you say to the one who's dressed up nicely, oh, here's your bulletin, uh, here's your pew, would you like someone to sit with you and help you handle the Book of Common Prayer while you're learning to worship with us? And then to the other fellow saying, you sit over there. We don't do that. God loves them all. And we're called upon as Christians to live that out. And then the epistle goes on to say, the royal law is this. I love that. The royal law is this that you love your neighbor as yourself. We've been going through a rough year and a half, generically, individually, and as a church community. And I'm just very proud of the way that St. Mary's has responded. The leadership has taken this all very seriously. 
And uh, when we got kind of a double whammy this summer, we thought we were seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel and we got hit again. Uh, everybody responded just well in terms of masking and meetings and using technology to get the message out. And uh, we've actually had on the Wednesday service, we have a couple of people who don't live here who come to our service and that's a new experience for all of us. So I'm just very proud. And in terms of the gospel, the epistle, love your neighbor as yourself, I see St. Mary's working to love our neighbors as ourselves. And as individuals, the best way to do that is to wear the mask and get the shot. It's about loving your neighbor as yourself. And the last word is this, as always, God is love, God loves St. Mary's, and God loves you exactly as you are, without reservation, more than you can ask or begin to imagine. Amen.